Now, the KTRS Radiothon to support the Backstoppers continues on the Big 550 and KTRS.com. Brought to you this hour by CJ's Restaurant and Bar, Outdoor Living Inc., and Country Club Car Wash. From the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for supporting our fallen heroes and their families. To make a donation, go to KTRS.com and click on the Backstoppers logo. Here's McGraw-Millhaven on KTRS. Well, it's uh, the Backstoppers uh, Radiothon continues here on the Big 550 KTRS, and we wanted to get our next guests on. Normally, we wouldn't have scheduled them on the Backstoppers Day, but it's a big day in St. Louis, and we wanted to at least take time to at least acknowledge the big day, but that is the Homer G. Phillips Hospital is up and running in North City. The old Homer G. Phillips Hospital closed down, and the people behind the new one wanted to pay homage and wanted to open it up, and it is a huge story. It opened up January 16th. It got state approval. They opened it up uh, a couple of days later. Of course, we're talking about Paul McKee and Daryl Piggy. Gentlemen, welcome back to Big 550 KTRS. Thanks for having us, McGraw. Um, you and I, right before the pandemic, you took me in your car, and we drove around the mapping agency, and you said on this corner, you said, this is where I want to put a ho- uh, hospital. That's correct. And I, I was going back in my notes. It was got to be. It was right before the pandemic. It was late yes. uh, 2019, and I thought to myself, "This is a nice old man. I don't want to rain on his parade." But you're gonna, you're gonna open up a hospital. You're crazy. And lo and behold, you did it. We did it. We take me through it. What was the thought process? The hurdles. This was on the drawing board for a long time, but you finally did it. Yeah, thanks, McGraw. The uh, how it all started really was uh, Dr. Lenahan wanted to bring a med school to St. Louis. He was at the Toro uh, Hasidic School in Harlem, and um, he, fortunately, his wife was from St. Louis and brought him back home. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to do a new med school. Well, it took three things to do a med school: it took cash that the government required, a curriculum, and four hundred bed hospital to train the clinicals in. And uh, that was the origin, the origination of our hospital. So we decided to build our own hospital and uh, went and got a CON from the state of Missouri. And what was strange is the original CON was licensed right in the middle of the site that the NGA wanted. So we had to move it. Right. So that whole process was about a three-year process to get the certificate of need. And then Dr. Lenahan ended up moving in uh, – Purchasing Ponce Health Sciences University, okay. which is now here in St. Louis, okay. in its second year of med school with 50 kids in a class. And where is that? That's at Jefferson and Market, but it will be on our same Pruitt-Igo campus on the other side of the park inside the campus. So we will eventually, Homer G. Phillips Memorial Hospital will be on the north or the west, and the med school will be on the east and will be connected by a series of bridges. So it'll be an academic health care center in the heart of North St. Louis. Story you don't hear every day. How did you get involved with this? <clears throat> well, um, uh, I'm a lawyer by trade. Uh, our law firm represents uh, Northside Regeneration. Uh, but before um, working for Stone, Layton, and Gershman, I spent some years as the chief of staff for Congressman Lacey Clay. And that's how I met Paul. Uh, in the original lead up to the uh, choice of North St. Louis for NGA, the congressional office was kind of involved with uh, uh, his firm. Uh, This is actually before the city even got involved. Um, So um, um, 
as I, I worked for the law firm, as Paul took on this project, uh, that's kind of in my bailiwick. Right. And um, that, that's how I ended up on the board being part of this uh, Homer G. Phillips Memorial Hospital project. Now, when you say a hospital, what what are we talking about here? Is it emergency room? It's actually the state, when you start on a hospital from scratch, the state has laws that you have to do. So we're a three-bed, full-service hospital with 17 ER beds, and we also are a full 17-bed ER that operates 24-7, and then we have full imaging suites as well. So we have everything from X-ray to CAT scan to MRI. So we couldn't build any more than three beds. And then eventually we hope to expand it and go into a bigger hospital at that site. Gotcha. Unaffiliated independent. That's correct. That is correct. When was the last time an unaffiliated independent hospital opened up in Missouri or St. Louis? Right? I mean, this is this doesn't happen. Um, none of us remember this happening before. And that led us to some uh, 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 difficulty in the uh, licensing process because not only have we don't know it, it was new to the state. So the state didn't know how to license an, an unaffiliated independent hospital. Well, they don't have a department for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. You grew up in North City. I grew up in North City. Where did you grow up? I grew up in North City. Right. Take me through, uh, I know the Homer G. Phillips Hospital was an iconic building, had a lot of... Um, uh, pride in that building that closed down. Take me through what this means to the area for this to open up. Yeah, one of you, either one of you. Well, I think um, it, there are a couple of ways to look at that. Uh, there's the symbolism, and then there's the real economic activity that takes place when you have a uh, healthcare facility of note in a community. Uh, as a kid, I remember Homer G. Phillips Hospital. is right there in the whole same vicinity as Sumner High School and uh, Tandy Community Center. And uh, uh, the um, uh, the number of people who work there, uh, uh, if you talk to people now, there, there's so many people in my age group who were born there. Uh, and it was just a sense not only of pride, but, I mean, because of the people who work there, there there's going to be a, a restaurant and a cleaner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, and all the things that come when you got 600 people working in a place. Uh, so not only is it an economic center like that, but then um, uh, uh, the irony of the Homer G. Phillips uh, Memorial Hospital being at the old Pruitt Igo site, I don't think the irony of that is lost on anybody. Right. So the symbolism of uh, uh, of a comeback for St. Louis, the uh, Homer G. Phillips um, image, the name, is something that um, I don't know of anything that has higher esteem within the community, right? Which kind of puzzles me sometimes because uh, 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 you know we're just trying to uh, honor uh, the past as we look to the future, and you know for a long time we couldn't tell the story of uh, the uh, connection of the hospital and the medical school, but now that that we kind of public with that, I ask people what else would we name it? Because that's in the tradition, the tradition of the old Homer G that had a he was a school. he was a teaching he he was the first black doctor and opened the hospital and was a teaching hospital and all that. Well, Homer G. Phillips was a lawyer, okay, who led uh, uh, the community to have a bond issue in 1921 to open a hospital because of segregation. You had a uh, 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 
uh, black patients who'd be in hallways and the basements. There wasn't adequate medical care. So he was part of a lawyer. He was part of a group of people that led to a, a bond issue being passed in 1921. Now, the irony, again, is he died in 1931. The hospital never really opened to 1937. Oh, wow. So uh, he's a... Uh, that's why it would, they named it in his honor because part of the group of people to help to help start it. So, you said six hundred six hundred people will be working at this. No, site? I said six hundred people worked at the old hospital. At the old hospital, but already we've got sixty five people <laughs> working at the hospital. So and, we're and on then, our way. And then once the university comes in or the teaching part of it, who knows? Well, the university is already located in temporary space at Jefferson and Market. Right. They're in their second year of med school. But the one thing about the, the farmer, Homer G., is it was one of three places in the United States where a person of color could train to be a doctor or nurse. Homer G. here in St. Louis, Mahaffey uh, down in... Meharry. Uh, Meharry, rather, down in... Uh, Memphis, Nashville. Nashville, rather, in Howard in D.C. So if you're a doctor my age or older, a third of them in the United States could have trained at Homer G. Right. We are regenerating that. Right. Yeah. So with the med school and the hospital, we are going to be training yeah. people to work in the community. You, Paul McKee, have taken slings and arrows. You've been called every name in the book. You've been sued, sued again, and sued again, which is probably why Daryl Pigley is one of your good friends, because uh, you keep these lawyers in, in business. You've pushed. You don't need to do this. You're 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 well off enough to go enjoy the sun in a Florida condo somewhere. Why, why put up with all this? Why do this? Well, there's a couple reasons for that. Number one, this is my city. Uh, it, my roots, my mom grew up uh, North Market, just a little bit west of Grand, so my roots are here. Uh, and this community has been very good to me and my family. And uh, my wife and I said that, why would we leave? I don't play golf, right? right. So I tried retiring for a little bit, and I failed that course because yeah. uh, we decided to make a difference. And um, what we knew we could do was to bring jobs back in the community. And I was naive enough to think that if I just brought jobs, it would fix everything. But it's not. It's more complicated. It's a lot more complicated than I ever thought. Yeah, so yeah. We've cut our teeth in Winghaven and North Park. Bob Clark and I did in North Park. It's been very successful. This has been a real difficult journey. We've been at it 22 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to say something? Yeah. Um, um, I, I want to add a little bit to, you know, Paul, what Paul just said. Um, you know, in, in St. Charles County, I think uh, the Winghaven is like 5% of the land, and now they're producing 18% of the revenue in St. Charles County. Uh, North Park, uh, the cities of Ferguson and uh, Berkeley and Kenlock. Uh, they're thankful for the economic development and the uh, influx of cash that comes into their community because of Project Paul is uh, working with. Uh, and I think Bob Clark would probably agree that it seems like once you come east of Skinker, you don't get any credit <laughs> for your successes. You become a villain. And I just, uh, it kind of rankles me when I uh, hear this discussion based on a character uh, uh, evaluation of Paul. Mm -hmm. That's not fair. It's not true, and uh, having an opportunity to let people know and uh, having them hear him, I think they'll come up to the same conclusion. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the mapping agency. How much longer is that under construction until that opens its doors? Uh, they're a little bit behind, but uh, right now uh, it's set that they will start moving people in in August of 2025. Okay. 
and actually be in full operation January 1 of 2026. And they now are installing all of the real specialty equipment inside the building. And the buildings in the parking garages are essentially done if you haven't been up there lately. And then around the outside, all the site work will be done over the next two years. So it's, you know, to get too far in front of that until the jobs are there. But, you know, in 2025 of August, we'll right. have almost 5,000 jobs at the intersection of Jefferson and Cass. And when you what start do you thinking see, about that. What do you see? Um, you're not a pie in the sky. Sell me on the sizzle. What do you see? Hardcore. I mean, what do you see that tangible that's going to happen because of that? Oh, all kinds of things. And uh, the root of housing and housing units are jobs. The rule of thumb in our community always has been every 1.8 jobs creates a new household. When I take the NGA, the hospital, the med school, some of the other entities that we're be starting here, we need to develop on that formula somewhere around 1,000 houses or 1,000 living units assuming that somewhere between 10 and 25% of all those new jobs wouldn't want to live in the city. So right. we got to create the environment for that to happen. That's going to happen next. And then more hotel, more office, more medical. I, I can't. You guys know this better than anybody. St. Louis City's got some bad news. It's in a bad news loop and a lot of negativity when it comes to the city of St. Louis. Uh, bad news sells. Bad news travels fast. There's some insanely good news coming as mapping agency, some insanely good news coming out of this hospital and then the teaching hospital. Um, is this going to move the needle? Is this going to, is this going to change things? Well, we, we all have to do our part. Uh, my wife always said, you know, now that you hear about it, what piece of the puzzle are you going to bring to the table to make a difference? And uh, we think it's making a difference, obviously in our own small way with what we're doing. But you can't do it alone. It, it takes a community. So we're community builders. Uh, we create the space where business and community takes place. These, If you saw the people that got hired at this hospital, by the way, 85% of them are people of color, professional people, and their passion for wanting to be here, you know, it's it's hard to find healthcare people today. Yeah. And to be able to staff this hospital with good people like that, it, there's a message in that. One more thing, and <clears throat> people know I'm on the uh, Great Rivers Greenway Board, and I, re mm -hmm. I represent St. Charles. Mm -hmm. And uh, part of the brick line, which is they're building, and this is a 10-year project, but building the, the bike paths from the Arch to Tower Grove, uh, to, uh, Tower Grove Park to uh, Forest Park to Fairgrounds Park, which goes almost right past the mapping agency. A half block off of yeah. it. It goes yeah. down St. Uh, Louis Place. Yeah, what, in your opinion, does a bike path do connecting all of these things together as a community builder? It's 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 part of the whole fabric, you know, of getting people on the street. But it's not just a bike path. It'd be a walking path. And it also will be a green path. Uh, so, And it will be an interconnector so that people can go both ways. And it'll turn around and come down, I believe, 20th Street and head to the south. Right. And that those streets are all being redone right now. Do you uh, think that will be a economic uh, catalyst for developing some of those buildings? Yes, I do. And not only that, but it will welcome more residential because people will see the ability to be able to get outdoors. People in the city don't go outdoors because it's not safe. So right. we got to create that environment 
in, by having more people around, more people on the street, the environment is different, right? Uh, that is Paul McKee and Daryl Piggy. Uh, guys, anything else I didn't ask that you want to mention? We want to welcome people to come to our hospital. Yeah. Right? We're here to take care of people. We want to let everyone know we're open and that you're going to really like seeing our people and they're going to like to greet you. So between the doctors that refer people and people looking for help, we're here to help. The Homer G. Phillips Memorial Hospital is now open. They can't remember the last time they opened up an independent hospital in the state of Missouri. That's a story in and of itself. So you guys did something no one knows, can't remember the last time they did something. So good for you guys. Daryl, thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. Uh, Paul McKee, you always uh, you got my number. Call me anytime. It's always a pleasure talking to you. We appreciate it. Thanks, McGraw. Nine thirty eight here, at Big Five Fifty KTRS. More with the uh, Backstoppers Radiothon. It continues here on the Big Five Fifty KTRS.